Welcome back to Heatwave Radio's Classic Movies Live. We've got some breaking news today. There are no movies for us to talk about today. That's right. Movies have been canceled for the foreseeable future. Instead, uh, today we're going to talk about those movies that have been canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic going on. Um, we were excited for a lot of these. Our original episode today was going to be A Quiet Place Part 2, but that will not be coming out for a while. So in this episode, we talk about A Quiet Place Part 2, we talk about Fast and the Furious, we talk about Black Widow. The only difference from normal is that we have not actually seen those movies. This episode is quite off the cuff. We're all a little rattled. So here it is. All right, you are listening to Classic Movies Live on Heatwave Radio. Um, today we are uh, in a new, we're, we're in a new recording studio. It's a lot more, it, it gives us a lot more freedom than we'd had before. Uh, this is this is going to be a special episode, topical episode. Pierre, you wanna you wanna start us off? All right. Well, due to the other utter lack of movies that are going to be coming out for well the past week and then the past two months, I guess maybe three months. Um, past, past week and like the next year. Well, yeah. Some some of these are so. There's lots of movies that are going to be delayed slash turned into video on demand movies very soon. so i think yeah so any, anything that you were looking forward to that uh got many taken things out? many many things that uh, the it, this was right before the summer the summer movie rush was about to begin so yeah um i have a list here of the movies that were gonna come out and we can actually well we could talk about the movies that were out like such as onward um i, I feel I really bad for onward yeah, I well, um, yeah, I feel bad for Onward too. There were a couple of movies that like literally came out last week, and now they're coming out again this week, but on on demand. Like yeah. I'm gonna probably watch The Hunt tomorrow as soon as it comes out because I'm super excited for that. But I'm not leaving my house now. Is that the that's the dog movie? The Hunt? Right. Uh, no, yeah. it's the one about um, the Hunt. Is the movie about? Oh, it's uh, people hunting people. Yeah, it's the most dangerous yeah. game, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, that movie came out, like, last weekend, right? Literally last weekend, yeah. Yeah, right when it started. And how is that doing at the box office, do you know? Well, it's it's gone. There's <laughs> You can't go to the box office anymore. Well, yeah, they're all for closed. Those, for anyone listening in 2025, uh, in 2020, the world was told to stay at home because we're all sick. Not yeah. actually, but, like, there's a sickness going around. And uh, we can no longer go to the movies because of it. This has impacted pretty much every aspect of life. Yeah, it feels bad. So I guess Jeff Jeff has quarantined himself to his house, right? Uh, I that, prefer to think happened? of it as a, uh, as a new recording studio. Oh, of course, yes. And uh, I am also in my recording studio. We, have, we both have our own recording studios because of how well this took off. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's that rich. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, so we have a a whole slot slew. I I don't think that was a word. We slew had an, is a word. I think that's it. Oh, Something we had like a lot of movies coming out. Onward is d dead on arrival, I guess. Now it 
it made base it made a little more than half of its budget. Um but it's not going to make any more money. No. And um so they're wondering, do you think they're going to release that on DVD first or just YOLO it onto Disney Plus and hope people will watch it there? It'll probably come out it'll that'll probably come out on DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. Like yeah. Disney on, will have a version yeah. on demand, but I don't think it's going to be Disney Plus right away. That makes sense. Um, um, I guess I feel good for the Sonic movie, though, because it literally just passed uh, Detective Pikachu as the highest grossing video game movie of all time. And now it's gone. So, yeah, right. it, it, it hit that milestone at the perfect time. And now it doesn't have to hit any more milestone. Yeah. And they got like we got a sequel. Uh, it, it could even go under the pretense of it would have made more money if it, you know, it, it would have actually. Yeah, technically. Yeah. But it already made enough. Right. So. To win in Sonic's books, for once, never thought I'd say that. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so that's that's out. Those are out. And then the next movie that was going to come out, literally, that it would have been come out. It would have came out yesterday. Is a Quiet Place Two. Oh my God, that was what we were going to talk about this week too. I yeah, remember. exactly. Isn't that crazy? So uh, I'm going to just say this: we will still probably talk about the Qu- a Quiet Place too. I think going forward, we're going to be talking about a lot of movies that are not in theaters, but we'll be talking about a lot of movies that could have been in theaters. Yes, such as, um, well, what I guess, yeah, I guess we never really showed what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. How about yeah. Um, you want to do that real quick? Oh, sure. <laughs> so essentially, we're talking about movies that were going to come out during the summer. Uh, this summer, but now are being pushed back, some to very crazy dates, and a lot of them to be determined. So we'll just be talking about the future of these movies and I guess our basic thoughts on them all, as of now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Quiet Place 2. What, what were your thoughts on what would have happened? I guess. You mean, like, do, you, do you want me to just like come up with a plot for A Quiet Place 2? Well, were you excited? Like... Um, not really. I did like the first one, but like some people really liked that movie and I was not one of them. Like I thought it was fine. I thought it was Mm. very good and I enjoyed watching it and I saw it like once. So I was, I was going to watch it, but I wasn't like really hyped for it the way that I know a lot of people were. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Honestly, like I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed uh, John Krasinski, who is the director um, for Quiet Place 1 and 2, that he decided to take the same... He's taking the movie, the initial movie, and making it... I, I just, I was hoping he'd make another original movie, if that makes sense. Right, instead of um, a sequel. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a weird choice, because I thought the first one was, like, it wasn't amazing, but it was pretty, it was a very, very solid movie. Mm-hmm. And um, it showed a lot of potential in him to make something else... Um, but yeah, I guess I guess maybe this could be akin to like Alien and Alien Two, where the second one's more of an action mm-hmm. action thriller, whereas the, and the first one's more of a horror movie. Um, well, you uh, you saying what you had hoped that John Krasinski would do for this? It reminds me of uh, my favorite, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later, which is still missing its third part. It's going to happen eventually. But uh, in 28 Days Later, for those who don't know, there's a sickness spreading around. There's a pandemic, and it wipes out pretty much all of the UK. 
And um, yeah, the first one is just people living um, 28 days after the first case of this pandemic. And then the second one is them is 28 weeks later. And it's very, they're very different. Like one is very isolated. It's just a few people basically staying at home all the time. It's very apt that we're, that I'm talking about this now, actually. Uh, <laughs> and in 28 weeks later, it's all like, it's more of, there's a big, there's kind of like an underground society that's just trying to escape you, the UK. I think they're like waiting for a train to go to, France or something, and one of the guys in the quarantine zone gets the virus, and it spreads. So, anyway, that's a very good movie series that I would like to talk about at great length at some point, at some time. But I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, I actually, well, you said it's a zombie movie, right? It is a zombie very movie. Similar, yes. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, this would be um, kind of a weird time to watch it. Yeah, um. <laughs> but it uh, but that just you 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 talking about the quiet place uh, reminded me of that a bit. Um, okay, just because that could have been that that would be a really interesting way for a quiet place too to go. Is yeah. just you've got the first one that's just centered on this one family, and the second one doesn't necessarily have to be centered on society at large, but it could be centered on literally di just different characters. Yeah, and, yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, but like, like kind of like an anthology series, you know? Exactly. Um, like, uh, kind of like what J.J. Abrams keeps kind trying. of looking like he's doing with the Cloverfield movies. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Remind me of that. Um, Except that Cloverfield is very hit or miss, and a lot of people do not really seem to like being lumped in with it. And he doesn't direct any of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's too bad, because those movies, they had... Honestly, after... He had Cloverfield and then Cloverfield 11, Cloverfield Lane. 10 Cloverfield um, Lane. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, yeah, those were, those really two good. are like, I haven't seen Cloverfield, but I heard it was very interesting. It to is watch. not my thing, but yeah. it's really good. Like, yeah. um, obviously, there's lots of different movies that you could point to that uh, sort of started the found footage trend but cloverfield kind of restarted it around 2006 or something yeah there you go so like and then yeah 10 cloverfield lane was also a very very good movie and it really i think it solidified cloverfield as almost like a horror um franchise or a thriller franchise until cloverfield paradox i guess <laughs> which had a lot of potential through marketing, but then just kind of wasn't good. So technically, it isn't a Cloverfield movie, but for a long time, there was uh, the thought, or um, not the thought, Overlord, the Nazi zombie movie, was thought to be a Cloverfield movie mm. um, before it came out. And the way I see it, I mean, I still like to see it as it is a Cloverfield movie because yeah. then it's Cloverfield can still be a good series. Yeah, and you can still believe it. Because then it's three head, hits right? and one miss. Yeah, Instead exactly. Two hits and one miss. But yeah, so I hope I, I think like from the trailer, um, in a quiet place, it seemed like what 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 he was doing does expand on the world. Like they give you it looks like they can give you some backstory. They're gonna give you some like more more characters in this world. Cause last last movie was just the four characters, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there's that there's that one guy that committed suicide by screaming. Um, that yeah. old guy. But other than that, yeah, there was like five, maybe 
Maybe six characters. I can't think of another one. I uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, but anyways, so this one, yeah, they're adding more characters, adding a more world building to it. But I don't know if I'm gonna be interested because, like, honestly, creatures that kill based off of sound, like, I don't really see a backstory there. If that makes sense. I kind of like, think that um, with A Quiet Place, uh, one of the complaints that I heard is just, I, I mean, it's the same complaint you hear in a lot of monster movies is like, just don't show the monster because the monster, once you see the monster, it's not as scary. Yeah. And I think with A Quiet Place, um, yeah, the idea of creatures that kill by sound is scarier before, like, it's scarier when you don't have to think about it as like an actual world ending thing. Like if yeah. they tell you that that's it. And then they show you this world that's desolate, except for, you know, the couple of monsters and yeah. this one family, then it really works as one movie. It's, it'll be interesting to see how it turns into two movies, because I don't know how far that concept can be carried. Yeah. And I don't, I just don't see any, cause I was totally fine. Like, not thinking about why like are they aliens or are they monsters where do they come from like the first movie didn't bother at all with explaining that and i was totally fine with that because it gave you i just i would just bought into the concept of a family running away from these creatures that attack sound essentially right um mm -hmm. but now now that they explain it if, if they make them into aliens or something invading earth then yeah i don't know if i buy that it just feels weird yeah, I mean, we'll see. Probably. Um, and uh, I, I... That's one that I definitely will see if it comes out on in theaters. Like, I'll go and see it once it's out. Yeah. Otherwise, honestly, I'm not sure. Like, depends I'm, most, I, I'm excited. Uh, what's his name's in the movie? He's in Christopher Nolan's movies. Uh, is, it, is it Sierra and Gillen or something? No, it's a dude. No, it's... Uh, it's Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Yeah, I like that guy. He's a good actor. So mm -hmm. I have faith in it because of that, I guess. Um, but yeah, so do you think they're going to delay it till next year? Or like, what do you think a good place for this is? Because I think last, last time they released it in October, when it was released, I believe. Um, the first one, oh, no, that's not. Yeah, I think it was in October. Like, that's a... That's a good Halloween movie. Yeah, I think they could release uh, it there. No, it has been postponed. Oh, it's been postponed to later in the year. Um, no word on when exactly that is, but yeah. October would be a good good time for it, for sure. I agree. All right, moving on. Uh, Mulan. I'm, I'm sure you're excited about this movie being delayed. I mean, I don't care. I was probably <laughs> not going to see it. Um, <laughs> So Mulan, I'm conflicted about because obviously there's the whole political stuff that I don't think we're really qualified to get into on this show. I agree. Um, beyond that, I did like the original Mulan, but I never had, that wasn't like my Disney movie. It was really, really good, but I like, I've seen it a couple of times and I haven't gone back and rewatched it over and over again the way I have with some Disney movies. And also, it's just really good. Like, I don't know why... I'm never excited for Disney live-action remakes. I think they're just sort of frivolous and not worthwhile. Yeah. Um, but also, 
I'm the reason I'm conflicted about this is it does have one of my favorite actors in it, Donnie Yen. I want to go see it to support Donnie Yen being in more <laughs> movies, especially being in more non-Chinese movies. But then you're like, but Disney. I kind of don't want to see it. Yeah, that's fair. I would say, I don't know if he's if he's working for Disney. I'd say he's in a pretty good shape. He had Rogue One as well. Yeah. So yeah, he'll know. he'll be fine. But like, he, I just like seeing him on screen. Oh, I see. The, yeah. He was like one of two things I liked about Rogue One. So is he is he playing the dad? I don't believe Mulan's so. I think dad? he's playing someone in the army. I don't think oh. he's playing like the main army guy. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I don't know what really is gonna. Be. I we'll see how big his role is. I guess. Well, maybe we I won't. I don't like, know when this is coming out. I feel like Mulan is probably one that. Disney will push mostly to Disney Plus. That one will come out in China for sure in theaters. Yeah. But I don't know if it's going to come out in theaters here. Yeah, I didn't think it'd make that much money here anyways. Um It was I don't know how much it was on track to make, but it wasn't going to like wreck the box office by no, any means. But they were I mean, it's a live action Disney movie, so you never know. Like some of them do very mediocre and some of them just do like amazingly well, so yeah, I think The Lion King um, was like the best, uh, the highest grossing animated movie of all time until Frozen <laughs> 2. I think it still is. Frozen Maybe. 2. Well, are we? So, yeah, I, I think Mulan could be pushed back to like, I think it should still be released in the summer, maybe like July or August if there's space. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the whole issue is we don't know when movie theaters are going to be opening back up. It could yeah. be as early as May. If I had in to, which case, like things I'm, don't get pushed back. But if I had to make an extreme guess, I'd say like, I'd say I'd say movies. If I okay, like my heart tells me mo- the movie theaters are probably going to be open around June, maybe July. I hope so. I think it depends a lot on how things are going uh, south of us right now in the States. Basically, yeah. Because so. I don't see, I don't see like all of the fallout from this being over until at least July or August. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fallout's going to be there for a while, but I don't see like, I think we're going to be in, a, we're going to be living very differently until about July or August. Yeah, probably. So if I had to I have to pick a date, though, I don't think Mulan would do well in like Thanksgiving or Christmas. No, not at all. At all. So, uh, well, Mulan could do well at Christmas because Christmas, like everyone's home, kids want to see it. It could do true. Christmas. Isn't, isn't there a big movie releasing this Christmas? I want to say uh, like... hard to say now. Okay. Well, uh, planning to have been released this Christmas because I, I don't see why. A movie should move. Well, the 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 studios might push everything back a bit. That's the thing. I'm wondering how the uh, how the Academy Awards are going to be next year. Oh, that too. Yeah. Because there's not going to be that many movies releasing this year. I mean, there will Um, be some. Movie theaters will open up again. But December December is really clean for movies. The only (laughs) the only ones are The Crudes Two, um, and Tom and Jerry. The live action movie. <laughs> Ooh, that doesn't. I don't even good. know that's the thing. Anyway, um, we'll be reviewing that one. Get ready yeah. for that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I maybe maybe December. Well, December is also like a lot of movies that get announced for December don't get announced until the summer. 
So there's probably a lot of movies they were planning oh, for December true. that we're not yeah. even going to hear about because they, they're, they're, they're either not, not going to be releasing in December anymore, or we wouldn't have heard about them anyway. Yeah, production and stuff. Um, what else we got? Peter Rabbit two. Do you really want to talk about that? I don't. No. And, okay, good. Uh, no time to die. This one I'm really sad about. Yeah, I was also. so excited for this movie. This movie seems to be cursed. It's been delayed a couple times. It switched directors. Daniel Craig broke an ankle or something. Oh my god. Um, and uh, yeah, now this. Um, I was really excited. Just I think the trailer looked really good. Yeah, uh, I was. I was gonna turn up for this one. Yeah, this one is coming out. I think April twenty first. Is that when it April, was? April April third. It would have come out two weeks. April third. So yeah. it would have been like one of the next ones we were going to talk about. Yep, yep. That's a real shame. Yeah, it's just um, and I I think the director, I haven't he's I haven't seen him mess up a movie yet I, or anything. He's, yeah. he's done TV shows and movies, and they've all been really good in my opinion. Yeah, um, it chapter one was incredible when I rewatched oh, it. That wasn't him. <laughs> that was. Oh no, you're no, right. He you're right. He, that he was working he, on it until he got kicked okay. off. Let me let me rephrase what I was saying, but like the bits of the bits of him that you could see in it, like because he did write a lot of it. He originally wrote the script and then it was altered. But the bits of him that you could see in it, like there were some parts that reminded me of bits of True Detective, and uh, well, not really Beasts of No Nation, mostly True Detective, and those background elements are just really really good. I think I talked yeah. about this in our It Chapter Two episode, but yeah. I'm uh yeah, I'm I was I'm looking forward to pretty much anything Carrie Fuku puts out. Yeah, honestly same. And um I was really surprised when he took this movie too because they must have given him a lot of creative freedom. I mean um, they have that's to, really important he doesn't to do movies if they don't give him a lot of creative freedom, does he? No. I don't think so. That, I mean that's what that's he did with Maniac. He's... Well, because like I was, I was just gonna say that's why he didn't stick around on it. Is like they, him and them, couldn't agree on creative freedom, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I was really excited for that. Um, it's probably the last Daniel Craig movie too. I really hope so because he just looks tired at this point, like really tired. He has said it will be Poor his last guy. one, but he's yeah. also said that after every single movie that wasn't <laughs> uh, Casino Royale. Yeah, so um, I don't really know how true that is. They just keep paying him a lot of money. Um, and it had a really cool cast, too. Uh, the guy from Mr. Robot, um, mm -hmm. Rami Malek, and then Anna Diarmas, who's, like, really up and coming right now. Excuse has me, been for that's a while. Academy Award winner Rami Malek and Golden Globe nominee <laughs> Anna Diarmas. Was she nominated? Oh, yeah, for, for Knives Out? Was she nominated? I think she was nominated for Knives Out. Oh, okay, wow. I can double-check that. I mean, she was pretty good, but yeah, anyways, um, was really excited for that. Not happening, coming out in Thanksgiving. So that'll be cool, I guess. Did you uh, find out? Um, I'm, I'm still looking. Uh, talk okay. about Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, so uh, Thanksgiving. I don't know what else is coming out around Thanksgiving. We have Eternals. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, I think that's actually a... It's I think terrible... all of Marvel has been pushed back currently indefinitely. They're waiting to see. They don't know yet. You know. Yeah, they don't know yet. Oh, okay. But, well, uh, if if that movie releases 
in November. They got Eternals, if that's still happening in November. Um, and Godzilla versus Kong, which I, I actually don't think is going to do that well, but we'll see. Godzilla versus Kong? I mean, yeah. that is going to be one that they should push back until next year because that Probably. is going to need a long... That's going to need a long trailer campaign for it to do as well as they want, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it's probably the end of the Monsters universe or the the Kaiju universe that they are making, essentially. Why did we do this? Why is this the thing that caught on in movies? What, Godzilla versus Kong? Or the no, universe shared, thing? No, shared universes. Like, the only good shared universes are uh, Petticoat Junction and, and Green Acres and fried green tomatoes or whatever it's called and the marvel un- cinematic universe For, what was the other one fried green what uh petticoat junction beverly hillbillies and uh, uh, oh they're uh, all connected what's the other one? green green acres yeah they're connected by one dude like that's oh. my favorite way to do shared universes is just there's one character who keeps reappearing mm. but like the events of one don't necessarily have to monumentally impact the other. Oh, kind of like the first Marvel movies. Yeah, kind In of. A way, where you had like Coulson was the common factor, I guess. Yeah, Coulson and... Or Fury, too, yeah. To some degree. And then yeah. they started getting a little more interconnected. And now they're, you know, very interconnected, but in a good way. They, they've got that yeah, down. It felt organic. It happened naturally. Yeah, uh, Um What's yeah, his name? The... Uh, Russell Crowe going to uh, going to Tom Cruise and saying, "I'm starting the Mummy Collective." That's not a good <laughs> organic thing. It's not the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know why. Well, I mean, I know why. It's, it's just money, um, and, yeah. and studios are impatient. Marvel was very lucky because they were the first ones to try it, so they were very slow in doing it. Because, mm-hmm. but yeah, now everyone else tried to do it and didn't really work out. It could have. Like, I don't think I it's think just a DC, Marvel thing. At least, like, DC has the material to do it well. I don't think they... They, they rushed it. That's what happened. They rushed yeah. it, and it died really fast. Yeah. So did, like, Star Wars 2, I think. Um, yeah. Although, like, their shared universe stuff isn't bad. Because, like, the... You can say what you want about the new trilogy, but, like, Rogue One and... I. I guess solo and the Mandalorian <laughs> and stuff are not, even if they're like inconsistently good, yeah. they're like the, the way that they're sharing that universe makes sense. And yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like a, it's not a failure of the shared universe the same way that say DC is. Yeah. Well, I don't, can you even call DC a shared universe anymore? Well, that's the thing. It originally was. I don't think like, you can really anymore. Like, I refer to it as the Shazam universe and the rest. Yeah, it's like they're trying, but they're not trying. It's very confusing. It is. And um, unfortunately, they've kind of... I mean, we talked about this a little bit in our Birds of Prey episode, but unfortunately, they're they're sort of stuck in that now. Because if they ever make a sequel to Birds of Prey, then it's going to have to mention birds of prey and suicide squad or at least build off them and it's the same with shazam and it's the same with aquaman because they can't really reboot those series into their own things because well that doesn't make sense no one's going to turn no one's going to come out for an aquaman movie for an aquaman reboot at least not now no i barely showed up for the first one 
<laughs> well, you made the wrong choice. I showed it twice. <laughs> that movie was awesome. Uh, what else do we have? But yeah, no time to. Were we talking about No Time to Die? We oh yeah, we were. No Time to Die. But yeah. Anyways, that that was the movie I was actually probably like my most hyped movie of at least this part of the year, the first six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is delayed, as well as the New Mutants. This movie I feel terrible about because. Oh my God! Speaking of cursed movies. Yeah, it was filmed, I think it was three years ago or two years ago. And it was filmed so long ago that when people try to ask Maisie Williams about it, she's like, I don't remember that. I've done so many <laughs> been two seasons of Game of Thrones since I yeah. filmed this. I feel bad. Yeah, it's just, I don't really care about this movie, honestly. It's just kind of funny that it's like the world does not want this movie to come out at all. Honestly, I feel like they should just release it on. I'd watch it if it's on like Disney Plus or something. I would watch it immediately. Like I was actually super hyped for that movie. I'm trying to maintain that hype, but it's hard after three or four years. Yeah, exactly. Now, because I think it was supposed to come out in late 2016. Yeah, especially with all the because you just know like this movie's kind of a leftover from another era. Like it was made. It was. I think it was made before disney like even like bought fox so like yeah it was so originally when it came out when it would have come out you know if it did well they could have gotten a sequel and this could have been like potentially assuming it's incredible this could have been like a reboot of the x-men franchise that's just literally not possible anymore well i mean okay no it really isn't i think deadpool's the only thing that'll carry over which deadpool is good Deadpool will almost certain well deadpool will probably go into the marvel universe as is because it could just kind of it's one of the few franchises where that could just happen yeah which i'm, ha- I'm really happy for because yeah speaking know. of cursed movies though uh also in movie news um avatar sequels have been delayed yeah Production has been halted. i didn't know that shit no one could have seen this coming Avatar sequels that were supposed to come out. I think the first one was supposed to come out in 2019, back when it was announced in 2012. Yeah. Uh, it's not coming out ever. Yeah, it was pushed back again after Disney pushed it back already for... I think it was supposed to come out next next Christmas, right? I think the first one may have been a 2020 release. Probably it was 2021 Christmas, but it yeah. might have even been 2020. Maybe, but anyways, like I don't know what the hell's going on there. I really hope I don't know. Isn't James Cameron like seventy years old too? Let me check. Um, but I like he's gonna. I feel like he's just gonna die before like <laughs> these movies are done for real. Oh, he's sixty-five. It's not bad. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, he'll be he'll fine. Be working but, on these movies until he dies, though. Yeah, probably. That's because yeah, he had two more planned to release if these movies don't. If these movies do decently. Or do well. I think he's filming all four. I don't even think it's like he had more um, planned. I think he's he's literally filming them. I don't know, but I do I do know he's at least filming at least two back to back. I thought it was four. Yeah, I, it might be. I I think he I think he has the plan for four, and he might have done the script for all four, I or guess, at least an outline for all of them. I guess for, the uh, for those who are super into movie trivia, Pandora which is the original working <laughs> title for Avatar, uh, and also the name of the planet. This has been his passion project since Aliens 2. So he's got a lot there thought of. Yeah. I, I'm just surprised. I guess he was... 
Uh, maybe he was waiting for the technology to improve. He was. Okay, so there's that. I'm I'm really excited to see what he comes up with because, like, yeah, that's... If, if he wasn't satisfied with the technology and the original one, which was already, like, I think it's still, like, definitely the best film 3D movie and one of the best-looking movies of, like, and it, it is of this decade as well. Less, it's probably more or less single-handedly the reason that 3D movies became as big as they did yeah. also it's 11 years ago at least so it's no longer this decade yeah like i, I don't know what, what was another huge movie that came out around that time like transformers revenge of the fallen i guess maybe was blockbuster that, that was 2009 it was huge it made a billion oh um, cool all right but i guess wait did it Anyways, um, I don't know. I just like even now, I can't think of another movie that was able to accomplish such a vivid world through CGI. Not well, it wasn't. It was CGI slash motion capture, but it was all amazing. Yeah. And there the three D was nothing before, and there may not have been anything quite that level since. Yeah, I can't think of anything, but maybe I do need. I haven't better. watched it for a while. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, maybe. But yeah, I'm really excited to see if if he if he thinks now is the time and he has the technology for it, then like have at her. Like, he's he's an amazing director. I don't think he's made like a bad movie that I've seen. So other than like, then he do Alien? No, no, that was David Fincher. Never mind. I was gonna say Alien Three. David Fincher um, did Alien Three. He did. Isn't that weird? That's really strange. Yeah. I think it was. The direct the original director quit, so David Fincher replaced him. Hmm. I think that was it. But yeah, anyways, uh, New Mutants. I'm not. I don't really care for it. I I don't even think. Yeah, I don't think they should release it to theaters. It's gonna bomb easily. I think New Mutants should go to Disney Plus basically as soon as possible because, like, especially point, right now. Yeah, as at this point, anyone that cared about it is not going to care by the time they finally do announce uh, yeah. a movie. But if they uh, do a surprise, if they do like a surprise announcement, like straight to Disney plus people are already staying inside or anyways. So oh, they, might absolutely. Get, they might get like, yeah, a lot of attention at Disney plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyways, okay, moving on. What else do we have here? Uh, Antlers. Do you know anything about that movie? Uh, it was one that I was sort of intrigued by. I don't know anything about it. I think I've seen, one trailer for it and i don't remember the trailer very well but it's produced by guillermo del toro oh cool uh, and i have a friend who was really excited for it so i was probably going to push that through as one that we talk about on an off week yeah when that came out but i don't know anything about it yeah okay. anyway Never we mind. can still I think talk it's... about it on an off week i guess that a... off week will be in 2021 though it was a fox movie right Maybe. Well, I keep clicking to be determined. Oh, okay. This was yeah, it was a Fox movie. Um, I guess Disney too. Anyways, uh, next we have Fast and Furious. That know, is uh, the one that I'm most upset about. Pretty, I was pretty really, really it. excited for this. Yeah, Justin Lin was back for this one, right? Which is super weird because didn't he like? Wasn't it a big deal that he died two movies ago? I'm talking about the director. Oh, <laughs> Justin oh. Lin's the director. Uh, what's his That's name? That's not is what I meant. The dude, you're, the dude that came back. Um, he died in the seventh one. 
Asian yeah, guy. and it was it was a big deal. Yeah, everyone was pretty sad. Well, and, everyone and was then, sad, and also like it was a huge plot point too. And then now he's back. He, they even showed it in the trailer. Like they just don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, do you know? His, did you find his name? I've uh, never. Lucas Black prizes his role as Sean Boswell. Where is Han in a... this? Oh, it's, there it's you go. Han. 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 Yeah, okay. Sun Kang as Han Lu. Yeah. Uh, a former member of Dom's team who was believed to have been killed. And, like, <laughs> I guess he's back now. Yeah, there you go. Did you see a body? I didn't see this number seven, but, like, was there no, a body? No, there wasn't a body. Uh, you, but, like, there's a huge explosion at the end of six where they announce that, like, it's the after credit scene where um, Jason Statham is basically announced as the next villain. And then in seven, they go, like, a big plot point is that they go to like where that explosion was and they're cleaning up like the aftermath. I don't know that they're cleaning up the body. So there's that, but like, it's a big thing. Cause that's how Jason Statham gets, uh, gets in touch with them. And it's like, Hey, I blew up your friend and now I'm coming for you. Yeah. And so that was like the motivation for Dom, right? Or I guess the whole team. Mm-hmm. And then now he's back. <laughs> so it's, yeah, these movies are strange, but we'll see yeah. how it is. I don't know. Yeah, they don't really care anymore. I think it's, I don't think, well, okay, yeah, to be fair, I haven't, I don't really understand where the franchise is right now. I only saw, I saw five and I saw eight. And I was very confused as to what happened in between five and eight. So um, my, my personal opinion, so like I've watched the second one, the third one, five six seven and eight and as far as i'm concerned like that series gets good at five but it's five was really uh, good yeah i have um i have some friends who would disagree so i think like the i think basically the uh the consensus is the consensus are um it's either really good until five because it's just really good street racing movies and they're kind of cheesy but they're like if you're into cars those are good movies or it's really good after five because the writing is way better after five but and also like they're solid action movies however i mean they're still ridiculous but they sort of embrace it at that point because before that they take themselves seriously but like they're they don't really have the writing to back it up yeah so well wait so but it felt okay yeah as far as I like, when I saw eight, it was like they're obviously not taking themselves seriously anymore, and the writing was shit, but it was well, just fun. Yeah, eight was not great. Five okay. and seven are by far the best. Oh, but, okay, like, cool. starting at five, the series sort of uh, goes in a different direction than it had been before, and I personally like that direction a lot more. Yeah. Well, like, I, I, I okay, so was six, was it six or seven? When did they bring in the, when did they bring in the, what's his name? The, the guy, no, the guy from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, not volumes. He's the dad, Peter Quill's dad. What's his name? Oh, Kurt Russell. That might have been Kurt five. Russell. Was was it? No, I think that was six. Was it six? Okay, because yeah, it feels like he's like their Nick Fury, and they're like the Avengers in eight. Whereas five, um, they were just kind of yeah. like they were kind of like this uh, underground team of heist people. That 
work we're working with the cops i guess eventually well they're working with the cops because the first movie is about uh, it's um dominic toretto vin diesel has like his group of like he's a street racer and he's got his group of other street racers and a cop played by Paul Walker is infiltrating that group to try and like figure out what they're going to do. And he finds out that they're like the heist people. Yeah. I yeah. I, I saw the first two as well. Sorry. Should have said, Oh, okay. um, but yeah. And then he, what he does, he becomes not undercover because he falls in love with his sister, right? Or the sister, I Vin Diesel's sister. Yes. Uh, it looks like Kurt Russell might've not been there until five. Till five or six? Seven. 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 Okay. I need to see seven. I heard seven's really good. So seven is really good. Yeah, I I need to check that that out. Seven. Yeah, five is the best. Seven is a close second. Okay. Maybe I'll watch. I actually really want to watch seven. Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I don't know. And Tokyo Drift Um, is really good too. Yeah, but Tokyo Tokyo. Drift is just like silly street racing. That's where they bring in Han, right? That is where they bring in Han. And then he comes back in five. Um, actually, Han might be from earlier. Oh, okay. No, no. Someone, someone from the first two is in. Wasn't it Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel's in the third one for a bit. I heard. Uh, yeah, but I think it's a. So the third one is a spinoff. Um, of someone's character. Oh, you're saying okay, Vin. Okay, never mind. Like someone had like one of them. Someone in that movie had been in other ones yeah maybe not oh okay cool han han is from earlier but you don't find that out until fast and furious which is the fourth movie which is a prequel no to, to three no because three happened after six or five it was it goes like one two four five three seven six Very seven close. Right? it goes one four two what yeah, the fourth one is a, technically a sequel to the first one. Oh, is Paul, Paul Walker's not in that one, right? Uh, I think he is. He is. That's so confusing, man. What the hell? Because Vin Diesel wasn't in the second one. That sounds right. Yeah. I believe Vin Diesel was not in the second one. Anyways, it's just really confusing. Um, there's a ninth one. I was, yeah, I was kind of excited for it, I guess. I think Justin Lin does a decent job with these movies. The last guy didn't do it. What was his name? F. Gary Gray or no? F. Gary Gray, that sounds right. Did, did he also? No, because was it him? Let me check. Um, F8, Fate, Fate of the Furious. Is he the same guy that did uh, the new Men in Black movie? Because if so, that makes yes, a lot of sense. I think so. Uh... Yeah, I did Men in Black as well. That makes a lot of sense because both movies were very mediocre. Uh, which is unfortunate because he had pretty good start with Law Abiding Citizen and Straight Outta Compton. So Yeah, Straight Outta Compton is pretty good. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think and his Law Abiding Citizen too. Actually, yeah, great start his, with those his two. His directing career might be over <laughs> at this point. So basically what I'm hearing here is that Fast 10 has to be directed by Kerry Fukunaga. Yeah, dude, that would be so sick. That would be actually. incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh I guess just yeah, Justin Lin, it seemed like it'd be a return to form for the franchise because that F8 wasn't that good. I thought 
I thought the what was it? Hobbs and Shaw was just just mediocre, kind of disappointing. Um, kind of similar to F- Fate of the Furious, honestly. Fair enough. Uh, I hadn't seen like, it. I haven't seen it, but the the trailers uh, looked fun. I think it had, yeah, it, it looked really fun, but it just eventually it just became very tiring. Like what you saw in the trailer was just the movie, but like the whole thing, you know, like just them kind of making fun of each other the whole time, and it got a little tiring after a while. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um. Yeah. F. Fate of the Furious pushed back to next year in April. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's going to be actually I was going to say it's going to be competing with Doctor Strange possibly but Doctor Maybe Strange not is probably pushed because, back yeah technically all movie all Marvel movies have been pushed back they said that it shouldn't Marvel made a really confusing statement about that they said that pushing back Black Widow will not affect the timeline of the movies which doesn't make sense or well, it's a prequel anyways but then yeah, like... So like I don't understand what that means does that does that mean that it's not going to affect the other movies release dates because that seems probably not correct well my theory is so yeah black widow is the last movie i want to talk about anyways um black widow i'm guessing with i'm i'm guessing it's setting up a movie with uh the thunderbolts if that makes do you know the thunderbolts from the comics have you heard of them yeah, yeah, that's the one with Atticus Ross in it, right? Uh, Red Hulk. Red Hulk. No, that's that's uh, he's a what's his name? God, he's in the he's in Civil War and the Incredible Hulk movie. Is General Ross, Secretary Ross? Ross. No. Yeah. Oh, well, what's wait, his first name? It's not Atticus. Atticus. I keep thinking Atticus Finch. I don't know anyone else named Atticus. Thaddeus. Thaddeus, Thaddeus Ross. Ross. Thaddeus yeah. Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Um. He's in this movie. Taskmaster's in this movie. They have, after Black Widow was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which contained Baron Zemo um, coming back. So the theory that I saw on Reddit, I guess, was... Oh, Atticus Ross is one half of Nine Inch Nails. Oops. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're a really good combo. Um... Yeah, so he was in this movie. Taskmaster was in this movie. I was gonna guess if Taskmaster doesn't die, which I really hope he doesn't. He shouldn't die. Um, essentially, they're gonna—he's gonna become part of the Thunderbolts with uh, Thaddeus Ross, <laughs> Atticus Ross <laughs> recruiting him, um, and then Baron Zemo to lead them in the in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He'd be like kind of the anti Nick Fury, if that makes sense. And Baron yeah. Zemo's like kind of the Captain America, I guess, of the Thunderbolts. That would be very strange. So I'm, I, it'd be interesting to see if that ends up happening. I really hope it does because I've also, you remember Incredible Hulk? There was, uh, um, who's the villain? Um, Abomination, but his name, Tim, they had Tim a name Roth. too. God, what was his name? Tim Roth played, uh, I, I really liked his name too. I don't know why. Uh, he played Emil Blonsky or Blonsky. Abomination. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive technically. They never oh, killed him off, so I think it'd be really cool since they brought, you know, uh, Thunderbolt Ross back. That uh, like they get like I guess like the anti-Hulk, anti 
anti Captain America. I don't know what I don't know what Taskmaster would be. Kind of anti everything. I mean, but it'd be almost a, Iron Man ish. It'd be a cool place to start, and I think it also helped tie in the Hulk movie even more, which I really hope yeah. they do. Especially since I, there was rumors that Liv Tyler, who was the love interest in the first in the Incredible Hulk, is going to come back for She Hulk, which I think would be really cool. That'd be cool. Also, you know who I think should come back in a future movie? Who? Ed Norton should be in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I, didn't I can't think see of that. where else he would make sense because, like, Mark Ruffalo is so established as the Hulk now. But if Multiverse of Madness deals with any alternate versions of characters, let's yeah. bring back Ed Norton for a minute. Yeah. You can probably convince him now that Marvel has billions of dollars to bribe him with. I just, yeah, maybe. I, he's just, I, I remember, I think Marvel, like, didn't want to work with him was the problem. That, that he basically, actually also sounds right. <laughs> I was reading about that. Apparently, he like he basically rewrote the script during shooting, and almost like directed some scenes too. Um, mm. He was very very hands on. Uh, I don't know if it made the movie better or worse. It's hard to say. It wasn't. I didn't really see much potential there to begin with. I but... think that the Hulk has an in- like the the problem with the Hulk is that no one wants to see what the Hulk's strongest story beats are because the Hulk is Jekyll and Hyde, but like people want to see someone enjoying being the Hulk and smashing things where Bruce Banner's entire motivation throughout his entire life is to not turn into the Hulk. Yeah. So the main character of the movie is fundamentally at odds with what the movie has to be in order for people to see it. Yeah. He's essentially fighting against what the movie, the audience wants to see. Exactly. Which is problematic. Which is why it like it works in the team up movies, I find, because um you have I like I at least like in the first two Avengers movies, he was played as kind of a tortured soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much as Ed Norton's, I I'd say, but I think well maybe it was similar, it's just it's balanced out by the was, tone. I would say it was more effective, probably because of the tone, but like yeah. the scene where Mark uh, Mark Ruffalo talks about like trying to kill himself is really a dark. lot more, is probably a sing, singularly a more effective scene than any individual thing in the incredible hulk yeah well yeah it's just because uh it was very tonally off with the whole i mean not off like it felt natural but it's just like the the entirety of the incredible hulk just felt like a like a like an, a sob fest it was like you yeah they're trying to get you to feel sorry for the hulk He's sad, he's tortured, but there's no like levity to it, right? Whereas mm-hmm. if you balance it out with other characters, he can stay kind of like a messed up character, but he's interacting with these fun characters. So yeah. it, it makes him seem more fun too, even though he isn't naturally. Right. Um, so And also, like as much as I love Ed Norton, Mark Ruffalo is just a better choice for that character. Yeah, probably. I'm really hoping they bring back Toby Maguire. I oh, will please. I will literally because of Sam the the rumor is I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it sounds pretty solid that Sam Raimi is gonna take over Multiverse of Madness. Um that I haven't been that excited for a cat a director in a while, other than James Gunn coming back for volume three, which I never expected to. But um there is there was one scene from uh that was cut 
from uh, the last Spider-Man movie. What was it? Not not a live action one. What was the what was the animated one called? Uh, Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Apparently, there was a cut scene from Into the Spider Verse that featured Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and um, Tom Holland. Really? Yes. Ooh. Well, see, like that that really excites me. I also there's also uh, they were playing with the idea of making Tobey Maguire voice the older Spider Man, which I think I, I think it was good they didn't do that. But yeah, it, it was shows a that they're not to, but interested. They're interested in Toby. And also, if you if you look at uh, the older Spider-Man scenes when he's telling his story, it's not confirmed by any means. But the older Spider-Man, uh, his story is very similar to things that would make sense and would happen organically after the first Raimi movies. Yeah. So. I don't so, know. I, I really hope yeah. they they bring it back in some form. I don't know how that would that'd be kind of weird, I guess, because there's already I, that movie just sounds so packed already. Yeah. Uh, with uh, they're bringing in Loki as well as Wanda, uh, Scarlet Witch as side characters, which is I think is good because I, I found Doctor Strange's uh, side characters to be kind of boring, honestly, mm-hmm. at least in the first movie. And Doctor um, Strange would probably work better with a supporting cast around him. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited, but then also, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna bring him back. But I, it feels like they also might be leading to a live action Spider Verse movie. I don't know why, but with all this Sony, it, like Venom might be crossing over, but it might not be. Like, there's possibilities there. Mm-hmm. so uh it's very interesting to see but um yeah i we were talking about black widow but i guess there's not really much i i'm kind of i'm kind of excited for it i mean it's a marvel movie so i yeah, was really I'm excited, excited for it. it looks colorful looks interesting black widow definitely needs a movie of her own one because she's such an established character but also she's been kind of hit or miss as a side character Mm-hmm. I thought in I thought in Endgame was it Endgame? I thought in Endgame that she was not as good as she could have been. Um, and like, I mean, I hated everything about Age of Ultron, but I I just <laughs> feel like she she still needs she needs a good send off. She needs a good send off, but also like she can carry a movie. She just like needs to be put in the place where she's allowed to. Yeah, that would be nice. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with it. I'm, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm excited for Taskmaster. I'm kind of, I feel like there's more to the movie than meets the eye. Like, it's just there's no way this is the first movie in Phase Four, and like, there's, they're not setting up that much. It's either that, it's either keeping it hidden or they're just trying to start small again to reestablish everything kind of like, you know, phase one start off slow and work their way up. Um, and then, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I guess with that movie, you honestly, they could put it, they could move it back and it probably wouldn't be a problem because Eternals is the the next movie. And I don't really see that movie being connected to the main, the main universe at all. I don't think, I don't think there's any of these movies that they couldn't, move back because except maybe or 
I, I, maybe Spider-Man, but like, I think all of these are just movies that aren't going to make much of a difference yet. Like Eternals is going to set up something that we'll see in a later movie and then we'll understand. Yeah. But it's well, not going to be like, it's not connected directly to anything. I wouldn't think. The, the problem is also is though, that is that like, you can't, I don't think you can, cause it's, I think it's Eternals, then Shang-Chi and then Dr. Strange and May, right? Um, you can't put Shang-Chi in the summer slot because that's their, they always put the big one there. Yeah. Uh, their most hype movie. And like Doctor Strange is the only one that really fits that bill uh, next year. I don't, I don't see Shang-Chi making as much money as it could if it's released in May. I don't know, man. That does have Donnie Yen in it. So I will be there three times. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you can save Shang-Chi from, from, uh, being a mediocre box office success single-handedly man if i could yeah i don't even know if i'm actually that well no that that has some good actors in it it's got um it's got a lot of really good asian american actors uh and like a couple that are just now starting to get roles too like i think it's got the dude from kim's convenience on it yeah as 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 shang chi Honestly, I'm kind of weirded out by that. I didn't. I thought he was. I honestly think he's like the worst actor in Kim's Convenience, like by I far. I guess we are going to see. It's just, oh god. Anyways, we'll yeah, we'll find out. I guess I've seen worse. I uh, actually no, I can't think of any actors that that Marvel hired as stars that were like I didn't think were going to be good. Initially. I mean, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be terrible. As Doctor Strange, honestly, oh, but um, I was wrong. I didn't like him in the first one. I, 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 he, I liked I him in Infinity War, the, though. Yeah, I thought that in the first one he fit the role as well as he needed to, and the rest that I liked it. That's fair. Um, I just, I just think that movie was just a mistake. They they made some mistakes in that movie. Yeah, I thought yeah, I, I liked that movie a lot, mostly because of the visuals. Because I thought that was a really trippy, but like really cool looking movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a fun movie too. Yeah, Just, um, yeah, a lot of potential that was missed out on. Um, but then, yeah, also with all the, I guess all the Disney Plus shows are probably going to be pushed back a bit too. They don't really have a release dates, but they don't. They um, have like general... WandaVision will still release this year because I'm pretty sure it's done. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, they're probably just working on... It looks like that show was really easy to shoot because um, they were using a, a studio. Looks like very few outdoor shots. Um, Maybe. It also... They also, like, intentionally hid a lot of details from that show. That show is going to be very true. weird. Well, I just think, like... I think the last maybe few epi- couple episodes... I think it's, like, an eight episode season. I think the last couple will be, like, maybe more CGI heavy and more effects heavy. Mm-hmm. But it looks like they're establishing a sitcom-based show that eventually spirals out of control. And then... Something like that. So they'll show Anyway, I'm very first. excited. I don't think I've ever been more excited for a TV show than for WandaVision. And I never thought it'd be a Marvel TV show, too. Yeah, exactly. Marvel's superhero TV shows are usually pretty shit, if I'm going to be honest. Um... But yeah, this one sounds really cool. I'm excited for it. Um, anyways, those are all the movies, I think, that were pushed yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, there might be more. But at this point, like, one, we don't have time to talk. And I honestly can't think. Like, those are, those are the biggest ones that were going to come out. 
Yeah. The only ones like Birds of Praise out of theater is obviously going to go onto video on demand. Same thing with Invisible Man. I think Birds of Prey will benefit. I think both of those movies will benefit from that quite a bit. Probably. Because like Birds of Prey is a movie that people wanted to see, but like no one wanted to see it that much. Yeah. So when so, it's yeah. on demand, especially if it's on demand, if they don't make it $20 on immediately, yeah. then people will actually like rent it. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that, uh, that might help it a bit. Yeah. And uh, Invisible Man like, 2, maybe? In, yeah, that one I think, that one's going to thrive on demand. The question is just, will it thrive on demand with people paying for it? Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... And I, I hope it does, because that was a really good movie, and it gets me very excited for all of the other Universal Monster movies that are yeah. going to come out that are no longer in a shared universe. Mm. Well, it already it did well with its budget. Um, mm -hmm. it made, I think I'm pretty sure it made money, so yeah, I think it has a future. Yeah, I, I don't think that there was really any question that it would have a future. I just want people to see it. Like, I want it to do oh. as good as it can. Yeah, well, there you go. I think it'll do yeah, great so... online. I mean, at this point, I can basically say that my favorite movie of 2020 is The Invisible Man. Won't change for the foreseeable future. Yeah, literally, we have, I have no idea what's going to change. Um, so I guess that kind of wraps up us talking about um, the summer of movies. But we had some plans for the summer, too. Uh, yes. Do you think it's okay to announce those? Of course. All right. So this summer, we have decided that we're going to try and go through, uh, we're going to go through most, not quite all, but most of Leonardo DiCaprio's filmography. We've broken it down into three distinct periods, uh, all leading up to his Oscar with The Revenant. And I'm really excited to talk about these because I have seen a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio movies. I have not seen most Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Like, it's not that I'm still missing most of them. It's just uh, the ones that I have seen are not the majority. So I'm excited for this. I am too. I've never seen a performance from him I didn't like. I haven't seen a movie from him that I don't like. So, uh, yeah, we're going to find out. Honestly, he's probably one of, if not the best actors of our generation. Yes, um, as much as, like, he doesn't... I, well, I don't want to say that, but... He, he is definitely one of the best actors of our generation. Yeah. So, um, you know, we'll see. We're going to go through everything and see what, what he really, truly has to offer. Should be cool to see. Anyways. Yeah, so get excited for that. We're going to start that in either very late April or very early May. One very important movie that I forgot to put on our list, which pushes us to just over a full three months. So we're going to probably start with that movie. And what's and it then, called? Uh, that people can look it up. It's the first appearance of Leonardo DiCaprio feature film that was not direct to video. Okay. His first leading role. <laughs> I don't know what movie that is. Well, you're going to find out. But we'll I, I, talk about it off camera. Yes, of course. All right. Well, in that case, we'll be back next week oh we still have episodes coming out so we'll be back next week with probably the invisible man or something <coughs> oh yeah i guess wait what uh well we're not going to be talking about the invisible man we've already talked about that this this is probably going to release before the invisible man episode oh yeah there you go 
Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah, we've got a couple of episodes still coming out. Tune in to hear our thoughts on Birds of Prey, The Invisible Man, uh, the other one that we did, Onward. Yeah, and uh, I guess we'll see you next time with Leonardo DiCaprio. Absolutely, we will.